All right, hey everybody, it's a Scooter here, and we're talking about uh, TNG, Sleeping with TNG, Season 1, Episode 12, Data Lore. Uh, and now this is the first lore episode on TNG, it was my second lore episode. And I'm not sure if the first lore episode came out or it's recorded and it hasn't come out, and I'll switch the order. So I don't know what order you'll be hearing this in, but... Uh, Get a little, we get actually a lot of data, data, data backstory. And you do have to uh, remember that this is season one. So there is a lot of exposition. And so it's, it's cool for me to go back to it. And because there's so many data, I've seen so many, and this is my first time seeing the episode. The first time I watched it, I mean, now I've seen it like six times. Uh, but it was, uh, what was I trying to say? I have no idea now. Oh, it was just fun to see all the stuff about Noonien Soong that was fresh information to to the audience and the Enterprise crew that, that I had already known. I don't know. It's it's fun to, like, consume exposition out of order. Uh, it's very, like, expository and informative and fun. I don't know. As a person that makes stuff, uh, I don't know how many other shows are that you could just watch totally out of order and random, the random way I've been watching TNG. Because I started my TNG consumption with Max uh, from Cards' uh, blog post. This episode, in another episode, my friend Lauren uh, from uh, uh, This Is Love podcast and uh, another podcast that rhymes with uh, minimal uh, with uh, Phoebe, uh, she was rewatching season one of TNG and kind of giving me some reports. So I watched episode 12. At first, I watched uh, episode. I can't remember the other one I watched, but, uh, uh, so anyway, that's where we're at is a uh, data lore, which, uh, it's a one word data lore in opens cabinet log is four, one, two, four, two dot four last assignment. We're going into Omnicron data star system, home of Android crew member, Lieutenant commander data we're doing our next assignment, but I want to stop and see data's home planet. Why? Uh, for a few hours uh, in the hopes of unraveling some of the mysteries of his beginnings. That doesn't really give us a, what, what drives a mystery. Oh, I guess uh, their mission. Uh, yeah, so that does make sense. I didn't realize I didn't read that uh, until now, but, I mean, it does subtextually kind of guide the theme of the episode. Uh, Wesley is on the bridge, and, and so he's already progressed to bridge. But I said, what's with his uniform? Uh, and then Picard says, yo, where's data at? You know, we're getting ready to go to his house. So we'll be there in 20 minutes, Shorty says. 20 minutes out, coming out of warp, uh, standard parking orbit. Uh, oh, Riker's one. Picard says, yeah, data wanted to be alone with his thoughts. Uh, maybe it's a big moment for him. Then we go back to data. We see he has triangle sideburns, which later in the episode I would realize that, uh, uh, um, Riker also had, I don't know if that, I don't think that was a thing at the time. Uh, you see, but that's pointed the thing you're doing with your sideburns, but data's practicing sneezing, uh, in a very, uh, a true thing. Also a question came up for me that I don't think I'll research the answer. Why does data have a mirror? And again, when you think about this, uh, thematically, uh, who would be more con- con- concerned with their image, right, of uh, their appearance? And what is that ever called when you think about your appearance? But uh, 
not, I don't know, but like, would it be data or lore? Because, I mean, I guess you have, like, wouldn't, if data's an Android, wouldn't you be able to just do a scan and be like, shirt's tucked in? No, you know, I don't think he has to check his nose for anything. He doesn't, I don't know if he could, I don't think he gets food on his face, but it just made me think of it because he's practicing in a mirror. But of course, for this episode, mirror images are important. Uh, so I don't know. Also, the word agog gets used. Wesley comes, doesn't ring the doorbell. Come on, Wesley. Or knock. Uh, Wesley, you could see how much Wesley loves data. Like, really. Uh, we'll see a couple of glimpses of data's room. I don't know if this is his office, though. But Wesley says, what are you doing? Data says, practicing sneezing. What does it look like I'm doing? Uh, oh, they talk about cults, which was in the past, no longer. But because uh, data says, well, people still sneeze, sneeze for other reasons other than, you know, things we've gotten rid of. Uh, he's, he, was, he says, why are you practicing that now? Uh, we're going to your planet. Are you worried or something? He goes, no, I'm fascinated, interested. A gog, that's when a gog gets used. Uh, but I also find sneezing interesting. Again, Spiner really gets to ham it up on this episode in a good way. Captain wants you at the bridge. No, Natasha Yar's on the bridge. She says, no vegetation, nothing on this planet. We get a lot of soaring music. Uh, uh, They say, Data, you want to take it into orbit? He goes, nah, no thank you, when he comes onto the bridge with Wesley. Uh, Then Data looks at the planet. At first, he kind of seems stunned. This is around two minutes in the episode, and then he kind of seems unsure. There's a lot on his face. I'm watching it now. He kind of, like, looks awkward. Then everybody looks at him. Uh, great acting. They could get into orbit. Riker really stares Data down. Uh, then there's a lot of exposition about memories. Uh, sweet memories. Uh, home sweet home. Uh, what data, do you have any memories of home data? Riker asks, well, kind of. I had, like, science memories. Uh, Yar says, how can you hold uh, memories of 411 people all in things uh, in every moment of their lives? And data because that's not how it works. Uh, only have their accumulated knowledge. I'm deficient in basic human information, like sneezing. Uh, that cracks Riker up. Uh, then they say, all right, get barking. Riker, get ready to, for your away team. He, what? Riker starts pointing at people. Won't be the last time this episode he points at people. They say, geez, like, uh, too bad I can't come with me, Picard. But he says, well, number one's got to be responsible. Uh, and then Picard says, Mr. Data, welcome home. Data just nods. Uh, away crews, Jordy, Yar. Uh, Riker and Worf. Uh, then we open. Then we get the first officer's log, which is kind of is out of order uh, because uh, they haven't landed yet. But the first officer's log says, "Yeah, nothing here. Uh, uh, no, not even vegetation. Uh, not nothing. Not even soil stuff. Uh, what could have happened? A desert planet, almost. They they all uh, phase in." Uh, then they run the scans so that we knew, okay, once again, nothing's living Nothing's living here. Once a farmland, now a dust bowl. Uh, they say, Data, is this the right place? He goes, topographically, contour-wise, this is the area. 
then they say, geez, they do a little exposition. This Jordy says, this happened like 20, 30 years ago. They says, well, I got found 26 years ago. Jordy says, this must have started right around the time they found you. Data goes, let's go 20 meters that way. They see uh, the stairs. Season one, I think, particularly features this very, uh, this music I enjoy, slightly distracting. I don't know if that's just the mix or the elements of it, but I do enjoy it. Uh, some it, wind chimes mixed in with the music. Uh, they get down to Data's, like, stone, uh, concrete bed. Uh, it's out in the open. Data says, yeah, it's covered in a layer of dust. Uh, when they found me, or like, uh, I think that's what he says. Something about a layer of dust. Uh, oh, yeah, Tasha says, you're just out here in the open? Like nothing? And he says, yep, only a layer of dust. What's the first thing you remember, Data? Opening my eyes to the Tripoli landing party. Uh, and they said there's some signal device that saw them, sensed them nearby and uh, turned me on. Natasha loves it. She goes, this is the spot of your birthplace. Then Jordy's sleuthing around. Somehow he figures out there's a secret door. I mean, he said, holy, Watson, Watson's pulling a Holmes here. And he deduced, he did use some deduction because saying, well, this is uh, like, uh, I think this was their intent. Uh, uh, he opens the door, more music, they go into a cave, uh, then it's a complete base in there. Uh, also, Data talks about, geez, the humans are probably storing info in me, uh, no readings, there's a long haul, it, it, there's like a good lighting. And I said, well, is this an imitation of natural light or natural light? Uh, I mean, it makes the cast look good, but I said, if you lived in the base, this would be good, uh, uh, then they go through a circle door open. They go into a lab. There's like this Indiana Jones music now. Really re-listen to it. Uh, it's just like if Indiana Jones was like discovering like some treasure. So you say, oh, this is treasure discovering music. Uh, we see neon tubes. Uh, this is well-equipped lab. I got to pause it coming up here because there's some kids' pictures I wanted to call, pause it on. Uh, what else do we need to know while this is going? Oh, this episode came out in uh, 1987, uh, which is quite a, you know, qu- quite a long time ago. Uh, some might even say 20, 30, 30-something uh, 30 years, 33 years or something. So, yeah, we see the lab. Everybody walks in. I guess with the scanners, you say, what are they doing? But I guess because they have the scanners, they're, they know everything's fine. Because I wouldn't just be walking into... I guess I've watched one too many movies myself. Uh, Data remembers some of his functions being tested in the lab. Okay, here's the kids' pictures. Uh, let's wait for the Zoom. Posted by Proud Parents. Uh, uh, nine minutes. Uh, four kids' pictures of a crystal thing. And, oh boy, they actually... Nine minutes and 35 seconds uh, is a close-up. Uh, there's a different versions of it, but, uh, w- the one on the top right is my favorite by far. Uh, but I guess the one, I mean, it's the most well drawn and is different than the other three. The other three are very similar, though the top left one also has some good details. Uh, but Riker, 
uh, clearly likes the bottom right one. That's the only one that's signed by Josh M. And, oh, yeah, you want more details? The bottom two by Josh M. And another child that didn't uh, put their name on their paper, probably because they're just doing it for fun. Uh, those are on like a light, a mint green colored paper. Both of them are, uh, have the crystalline entity. They have ground, they have the land, uh, like a ground and then a crystal entity in the sky. And then people running around saying, oh, are there crystals? Like, uh, I've never seen a crystal before, a giant crystal in the sky. Uh, the one on the left does not feature very much color, kind of done in a brown. It might have some blues. Then the one by Josh M is mostly brown. It has some stars either in the sky or coming off the crystal entity. Uh, some rock details on the ground. And then a, two red people and a blue person running, saying, oh, boy, look at that crystal entity. Uh, then on the top left is a picture done on a sky blue uh, paper that one has ground it also has a couple rocks it has some stars or some crystals oh no wait that one is done by somebody can i zoom in no that's also by maybe J- josh's brother it looks like jeff or jaff m or j j a e m i think yeah, or hi i guess you'd say uh, but that one is uh, has a lot of people jumping for joy and like saying oh looks like you jump up to the crystal then the crystal has some blues and some yellows and some browns, but mostly they're drawn in brown. Uh, then the top right one is a white piece of paper. Well, oh no, that one's by John B. So I guess I was wrong. Most of the kids did label their work. Uh, I apologize. Uh, but John B., white piece of paper, a lot of uh, detail, a lot of detail. So not a crystal entity, but more of a, the light coming from one. Uh, which includes yellow and white light. Uh, it's an evening blue horizon sky done with details. And then the people are done with a lot of details that are dealing with the crystal entity, like even facial expressions and even um, reaction lines. And the people, like very, very good detail by John B. Let me just see if I hit play what happens with this other one, if it has. I think it does have a name, but I can't see it because of uh, I needed the closed captioning so I can look at the, um, what do you call that? What is that called? Where, the dialogue. Um, then Data says, geez, I don't even know what that represents. Uh, kids' pictures, an expression. Oh, let's see here. I think an impression of this Noonien Soong's world starter-like video gave more exposition backstory. Uh, no, Data says, I have no idea what the pictures represent, but I recognize this workstation. It's Noonien Soong's, which is, oh, it's from video games. It, it, like, if you ever played a video game, particularly currently Outer Worlds, it's like the engineering stations you'd play a video game at or a bench, a workbench. Uh, exactly like that. So interesting influence. Uh, okay, so then we get some Noonien Soong. Uh, oh, there's uh, Dr. Soong's work area, Data says. Uh, and then they say, who? And they say, Noonien Soong? Uh, and then Data says, yeah. Uh, but he had a different name when he got here. They say, Noonien Soong was the first foremost robot scientist. 
until he tried to make Asimov's positronic brain, and uh, he made he promised too much, and then he didn't deliver, and so uh, he had to disappear. No one knows where he went, but maybe he tried a second try. Uh, so then Riker says, "Let's split up." Uh, Look around. Well, I think I just saw another kid's picture behind Tasha Yar. Let me see this here. As he says, go Yar Wharf reconnoiter. Oh, huh. Gonna rewind it again. This is around ten minutes into the episode. Uh, let's see. Pause it. Tasha Yar. No, more of a. Well, it could be a kid's picture, or it's a label of some sort on the wall. Not really, it's really symbol, symbolic, so, um, let's see. Then they find this capsule that has some molds for data, like uh, data puts the one on, and it kind of looks like the outline, like something from the, the movie Metropolis, I think. Uh, then there's a room full of steam, which uh, they say, without Riker's permission, data opens the door, even though they were interested. It looks like a storage room and all the steam pours out or smoke. I said, well, that doesn't seem like a good idea. I don't know. I, I, there's multiple WTFs in this episode. That wasn't even, didn't even get a WTF on my notes. Uh, uh, but there's sound effects. I notice uh, definitely worth watching because there's data's butt on uh, the bottom left. Uh, and I didn't notice it the first time I watched it, but it's, uh, I'll pause it to let you know the timestamp just in case you say, well, I got to see data's butt. It technically lowers rear end and not data's butt. Uh, okay, door opens. There's a lot of steam. Everybody's looking. Steam clears out. And uh, so what, what time? Yeah, if you want to see it, it's 1147. Uh, and let's see. Sound effects, butt on left. Yeah. Uh, data starts looking at it, the head, which has a wig on it. Uh, is this another me? Uh, let's see. Commander. Uh, yeah, can this be another me? It data's kind of, or my brother, he says, he looks over at them and they say, well, we don't know data. Uh, and he, data says, can I put this thing together? Riker says, well, uh, like, we don't know if this thing can actually work, you know, come alive. And data says, well, it's important for me to find out, sir. I never dreamed it was possible. Uh, that I might find some link with a form of my own. And, I mean, this is a little bit dry. You know, like, emotionally, we'll get closer to data as the seasons wear on. And we'll get a more sense of the profound loneliness of being data. So we don't quite get... It's nice for me to go back to this because I can relate. I say, well, I understand data's profound loneliness in the universe. I mean, in a multitude of ways, but, like... uh, so sometimes it's good to watch these old episodes again. Riker says, don't worry, we'll take it back to the ship. Uh, we go back to the ship. I think there's an ad break. Then we go back. Captain's log 41242.45. We see, they say, yeah, we checked out Data's planet, uh, discovered something, put it in blue liquid. So we get a bunch of Data's parts in blue liquid. They're trying to, then we get this, uh, this is like if you've ever been on a ride on Epcot Center. Uh, there's a short montage with music, uh, and it looks like you're going by workers at, at, at the, uh, like if Epcot Center had an Android lab or like a fake display of robot, what do they call it, animatronic finger, figures working on an Android. 
this would be it because it has that music and everybody's just kind of working for a little while, collaborating. And Data's watching. Then Beverly Crusher shows up, Dr. Beverly Crusher, of course. Uh, She says, they need you on the bridge. Data says, well, I'm anxious here. Mr. Argyle's the chief engineer at this point. Never heard of him. I mean, I'm not kidding. They said, are you related to the Argyle from um, uh, that movie with Bruce Willis? Uh, who is, you know, uh, but Data says, do you think you can get this thing working? And they say, well, we don't understand how you work, Data. I said, what do you mean? You never uh, looked inside Data yet? Uh, and uh, uh, let's see. And then they say, well, what, oh, before Data leaves, they go, well, maybe we could compare about your body with the, your your uh, double's body to see. Are you okay with that? And Beverly says, let's get back to work, Data. They're working on it. And then the Data walks into a meeting about Data, uh, and uh, which is awkward. Riker and Jordy share a look. Uh, and then Riker says, uh, I'll, I'll do more of the dialing. Say he was all your parts, underscore, underscore, it, like a uh, hearty har har. And they go, like the part we heard about. Uh, yeah. He says, uh, all your parts. Uh, and he almost starts laughing. Data says, completely. And then they say, well, do we, do we going to know how to turn it on? Uh, and they say, what part are you talking about? And uh, they say, geez, this is uncomfortable. Picard has to talk about the situation. He says, this is uncomfortable uh, for everybody, right? And we're being awkward. He goes, it's awkward. It might be it's hard to say that data is a machine, but he goes, we're an organic machine. So let's just acknowledge the feeling in the room. It's okay to feel your feelings. Move forward. And that's why he's the leader, right? And they say, Data, what do you think? And he says, well, uh, why am I a human form? Uh, and Jordy says, well, relate, you're relatable. And Data says, well, or is it some other reason? Uh, and they say, well, maybe it's performance. Uh, you know, you operate as well as we do, better in some ways, sir, Data says. Uh, and Riker says, well, how about this kid, picture this kid drew uh, something? I don't know. And Ricardo goes, are there any other writing? And he goes, I like this one by Josh M., even though now it's red. Before it was not red, maybe. And then instantly they call Data back down, even though he's only gone for a few minutes. Uh, they say, Data, we need your help down here. Jody rubs his hands. Uh, uh, Data shows Beverly how he has an off switch hidden in his hip. Uh, and he makes a joke, joke about an Android alarm clock that falls flat. Uh, and I said, she, they said, she goes, are you sure? He goes, just keep this our secret. I was like, they never looked at this. So then they start opening data and comparing them side by side. But I was surprised, like, they never looked at it. Like, I don't know. It really, I mean, they really practice what they preach in this uh, new world. Uh, dignity and respect for all beings. Uh, but he says, let's keep the switch on the down low. Beverly agrees. Uh, then we get the side-by-side of the datas. Uh, uh, then, you know, they do, you know, they say, let's connect A to B or whatever. Uh, close it up. Then Picard comes in like, in, like he's all smiles. Uh, 
uh, like uh, as they go back in uh, with Riker behind him. Riker's smiling. He says, like, Jesus, uh, hasn't looks good, but no consciousness yet. Uh, Picard gets close. He says, huh, interesting. He stares at it for a while while Data talks. Uh, looks the same. Do you think it is the same? Don't know. Which one was made first, do you think? Uh, and then the, the lore comes to life. He says he was. Uh, and he goes, but he, they found him to be imperfect. Uh, and they, I was made to replace him. And then he looks at Data and kind of winks or something and goes back to sleep. Uh, makes like a, like a, and he goes, you can call me lore. His eyebrows are up. He's grinning. And uh, Data's totally stunned. And we go to an ad. Then we have Picard and Data talking about lore. Like Picard says, why is it to call you imperfect? Uh, and Data goes, I don't know, human language? I, I said, maybe he's better at language than I am. Picard goes, well, what's the whole, the whole point of that? Uh, he goes, if you have the same capabilities. Uh, and Data goes, by the way, you're calling lore it. Uh, and he goes, does that mean I'm an it, a thing? Picard goes, oh, my apologies. I'm sorry. Which, again, man, Picard's good. And Dave says, by the way, Laura has, has syntax and grammar. He probably has human memories similar to my own. And Picard goes, you think you're equal? And Data goes, I think so. And then Picard says, I got another question. You know, since the two of you are the same, Data goes, don't worry about it. I'm loyal to you and the uh, Starfleet Academy, you know, Starfleet uh, completely. Picard goes, okay, I thought so. Uh, then we get, like, uh, uh, Jordy, like, WTF again. I've seen this in other episodes. Like, they're letting Lore, Lore's, like, uh, commit, learning how to fly the ship on the bridge. And Data walks up. He's shocked. Uh, everybody's like, oh, I mean, I guess they said, wow, we got somebody new to hang with. Uh, uh, Wesley, but Worf does not, Worf kind of glares at Riker. Uh, but then, you know, he says, okay, cause so I could do this or travel the ship in all three dimensions. Uh, and then Picard goes, uh, in the square of a hypotenuse to, uh, what does Picard say? He just throws him a question. In the square of a hypotenuse, uh, to the right triangle is the sum of the equal of the square to the other two parts, uh, Laura says to, oh no. And then he forgets, uh. He says, I don't understand. Uh, and then Laura says, by the or Data says, you're not approved to be on the bridge, dude. Uh, uh, and then Wesley goes, yeah, there's rules on starship, star, star, starships. Uh, Laura goes, well, I guess I got duties to perform. Uh, Laura goes, Data, you're never this anxious to please. And he goes, yeah, Laura's uh, like a better people pleaser. He goes, and Laura says, I enjoy uh, pleasing people. And he goes, my sibling. And then Jordy says, oh, I love that you, you like the sibling love. Uh, and Laura says, isn't it important to keep everybody happy? Data goes, well, it's there's many things that are important, not just one thing. Then Worf and Riker are kind of glaring. And they go on, Data gives one look back as they get on the turbo lift. Uh, and then Riker and Worf share another look. And Data goes, that hypotenuse question was a trick, by the way. 
And uh, like uh, he goes, he goes, Riker's smart, and Worf goes, I guess I underestimated him. He goes, by the way, Wesley is too. He's not a child. He just has a child's body. It's much more than that. And Laura goes, thanks for that information. Uh, you really do care about me, brother. And I hope I'm worthy of you. But don't be jealous of me either. You know, my good looks and all that. Uh, uh, Data's kind of speechless as Laura walks off. Then we go into Data's bedroom. Worf's also in kind of like a robe outfit. Uh, Data sits down and Data goes, by the way, I'm going to bring, I'm going to give you full access to the computers, all the information about the ship and Noonie and Soong. Laura jokes about off and wrong Soong. Uh, which, uh, cause he was, uh, he was a genius by human standards, uh, but humans, you know, weren't nice to him. And he's, can you see Laura's got it like a, a beef, uh, and he goes, he ended up being right, uh, you know, superior to humans. He goes, uh, he taps his head with a great sound effect, uh, our beloved father. And he goes, when am I going to have a uniform like you? And Laura goes, Dave says, well, four years in the academy, three years as an ensign, then 10 or 12 years on different ships. Uh, Laura goes, I don't have time for that. That's for humans with limited abilities. Uh, You're starting to be like a human. He goes, you and I are superior. We're different from them. He goes, you just want these memories you just have when you could have a, a hundred colonists? Why not have everything? Thousands, millions, uh, all the knowledge in the world, uh, all the life forms of every kind. Then he has a little glitch up. Uh, and he goes, we'll learn about this more in time. And Data goes, okay, well, I'll just give you, full. he goes, well, I'm going to give you full access to the computer. And then Data says, well, who was first? Uh, and Lord goes, I'm not going to estimate you. He stands in front of the mirror. He goes, you were made first. Uh, he goes, uh, but not really. He goes, you, I was made perfect. Uh, he goes, but I was so perfect that the humans got envious of me when I lived with the colonists. Uh, made him uncomfortable. And so he had to make a com- more comfortable, less perfect android. You. Uh, a little bit less human. Uh, or something he goes uh he goes because i can use contractions and handle human spe- speech easier can't uh or or isn't uh, which you can't do cannot is not he can makes fun of data and then he jokes about it he, he gets to ham up again uh potato potato and he goes you can't make jokes either uh, very well data goes yeah quite true I keep trying to be more human and it keeps failing, which is the most human thing. Uh, then Laura says, do you realize, brother, I can make you more human. I can give you whatever you want. Uh, and Data goes, do you realize, Laura, I have to tell on you now? Because uh, of your disrespect for humans. And Laura goes, well, I knew it. Uh, I knew you'd do that. Yeah, there's like a, a lot of foreshadowing in there. Yeah, and the mirror image stuff. Uh, and he goes, well, he goes, I want you to write, Data says, I want you to write a report on all the bad stuff you're up to. Well, it's full access to, the, on this computer, you know, that you have access to the, um, you know, everything. And you do that, I got to get back to work. So behave. Uh, 
And Laura goes, no problem. And then he goes, unless you need anything else. And Laura goes, I have more than I, you, I possibly have ever dreamed of, my brother. Like, and I put Laura's a riot. Uh, then he downloads everything. Uh, I put Hack City. The workstation's 40271. I think that's on the top right of the workstation. Uh, then I think we go to an ad. Uh, yeah, then it's Captain's Log again, 41242.5. Uh, now, Lore told us what happened to the colonists, a crystalline entity that was in the, uh, we, we, you know, we, we built a picture from Josh's picture. Great crystalline entity feeds, you know, feeds, uh, takes it takes a life force and you know the, the, you know makes makes a desert it's a desert producing crystal uh, Josh says well how'd they get out of there and they go well they weren't neither one of them was alive uh, data wasn't turned on or was disassembled uh, and that's why uh, the you know it didn't turn them into a desert uh, and you know they there's more a little more backstory. They say, well, this experiment didn't really work. Riker says, I don't believe any of this. Uh, and Picard goes, well, we don't know everything, Riker. Uh, it's possible. And then they say, Yar says, Data, where's Lore? Is he just cruising around the ship? And then they go, oh, yeah, he was on deck four. Worf gave him a bunch of tools. Worf goes, oh, totally. They gave him some tools for quadranium. And Data goes, oh, that's not suspicious at all. That you probably making an ointment for his elbow bomb, but I'll go check down on him. I'm going to go check on him. Then everybody kind of shames Data. So this is a weird scene. Uh, they see Beverly says, "Why are you going to spy on your brother?" Uh, and Picard uh, goes, "That's what Starfleet officers do. They follow orders." Uh, and Data nods, walks off. Yeah, but I said, "What the heck is with the security on the ship?" Uh, yeah, they're like, Dade, you got to be more kind to him. Uh, then they get off the ship, and this is another good scene, 28 minutes in. Tasha goes, uh, speaking, you know, as a security officer, I guess because Worf uh, isn't there yet, clearly. Uh, she goes, can we trust uh, Data, basically? And everybody gives her a double take. Uh, and Picard goes, uh, look at Wesley looks, Jordy looks, what, what? Uh, and Picard goes, as a necessary and legitimate question by a security officer. I like it. Yar beams at that. Uh, but he goes, no, no worries. Uh, then Lore's making champagne uh, for him and Data in the room. Uh, but a sleepy champagne with a caviar kiss uh, for Data. Uh, to put him right to sleep. So they tried to look up the name of the champagne. It's like, uh, but uh, uh it's like really long, something premier guard, uh, premier. And so, yeah, they have a bottle of champagne kisses. And Laura says, let's do a toast, man, to me and you. Uh, uh, before Data toasts, and he holds up his glass, he makes one of those pucker faces. And they say, to caviar dreams. And then Laura says, by the way, Data, have you ever watched, do you, are you familiar with the thing of the great pumpkin? Data goes, no. And then he scans his data. He goes, is it from the Charlie Brown? And Laura goes, it is. Uh, and Laura goes, to me, the great crystal entity is the great pumpkin. They're one and the same. 
And I'm expecting the great crystal entity, any, you know, to come like just like the great pumpkin and bring us gifts. Uh, then he gives Data a champagne kiss, uh, which makes Data fall asleep. I don't know how that works, but it just does. Uh, and said, Data says, I have to lie down. I guess, like, he's like, this is real sh- Android champagne, like double proof or something. And so Data has to sleep, uh, and uh, Lore says, while you sleep, I'll wait the arrival of the great crystal pumpkin entity. Uh, And then, uh, you know, what's going to happen is I'm going to download, we're going to download every memory, me and the great pumpkin. And I'll ride the great pumpkin off into the sky. First, I'm going to, you know, go download you. Yeah, right now, uh, Lore hams it up for a while. I'm talking about soon. Uh, yeah, he had to disassemble me because Calinus didn't like me. He goes, but then, you know, I told the Crystal Entity everything. So then we go back to the uh, ship. They, uh, they say, Data's sending out messages, subspace, Worf says. Uh, Riker says, oh, he's doing research. That totally makes sense. He's downloading something. But they say, just in case, Wesley, could you go check on him? Uh, and Wesley stands up. This is another one worth pausing. 30 minutes, 31 minutes in the show. Wesley walks off the cruise, like, laughing at his, like, enthusiasm. Uh, then Lore's dressed as Data. He says, Crystal Entity, I'll call myself Data when you call in. He glitches. Wesley rings the doorbell this time. And Lore says, hey, what's up, kid? Uh, he goes, by the way, Laura's sleeping. Uh, he, he had too much champagne. He likes to sleep on, and Wesley goes, what do you mean? She, I thought we only had synthesol, you know, and he says, oh, no, don't worry. He's just sleeping on the floor because it's more comfortable for him. It's not because he drank too much non-synthesol. And then Wesley's kind of suspicious, but Laura's kind of trying to play Wesley with his contraction, non-contractions. Uh, and he goes, go tell the captain uh, that I'm coming up to the bridge. Wesley's not sure of things. Uh, and he walks off. But Lore thinks he has him, except for his tick, uh, because Lore said, well, I'm just pretending to be Lore as Data. So Lore fixes his tick. Uh, nothing discreet about him. Is that what something says? Uh I don't know, but oh, yeah, I think, uh, oh, that's what they say. Go down there and find out discreetly what Lore's up to. And they put nothing discreet about him, uh, about Wesley. Uh, so Wesley's a little, f- he fixes the tick. I think that's when we go to an ad, maybe. Oh, no, not yet. Uh, a little bit more. Fix that tick. He puts the tick on data, so data's his lore. Uh, then we have uh, the ship is coming in. Uh, Beverly says, Wesley, what, uh, why was it, well, how much did Lore Data say Lore had to drink? And uh, he says, well, he turned him, he said he just shut him down after he said he had to go take a nappy poo. And Wes, Beverly says, well, this is something not right. But again, everybody's kind of like, uh, uh not seeing the truth either. So Beverly's more like, I thought I had a secret. Uh, and she goes, Data, how come I thought you told me we had a secret about your off switch? And he could, Data, Data Lore says, uh, I'm going to change, I changed my mind. Uh, I trust you. Then uh, Jordy says, we got a bogey at five o'clock. Uh, no ID. 
put it on the main uh, viewer uh, to send it a friendly message because it says, uh, and we see it's a crystal entity moving fast. Uh, Data says, holy cow, that's beautiful. Data lore says that. Wesley says, oh boy, that's not good. They they say, Riker says, that's the crystalline entity from Josh M's picture. And everyone's like, what in the heck? Uh, a little bit stunned. Laura's kind of, uh, then we see the ship again. Crystal entity in pursuit. We go to commercial. Yeah, then we're, they're face to face. The ship, uh, they say, we can't communicate with it. Uh, no answer. Yeah, Jordy says it's like a giant snowflake, uh, but I don't. It, but also more complex, and I don't understand it. Some electromagnetic stuff, maybe. Uh, but really, I don't know anything. And then uh, Riker says, "Okay." Then Picard uh, uh, says, "Why don't you go ask uh, Lore if you know he knows anything more data?" And then Wesley goes, "I don't trust this person." And Lore says, that's totally normal. Wesley's like, just trying to, he goes, we should encourage him to be suspicious. So he goes, you could come watch me. And Wesley goes, no, thank you. And Picard gets really bent. And then Riker goes, yeah, you got to show Data some respect. Uh, because maybe I'll accompany you. I couldn't tell if this was a ruse or not. Like, and Riker points, <laughs> like, like at, uh, I mean, I guess because it's season one, maybe it's not. But Riker points sternly at Wesley, follows him down to Lore's room. They stare at the crystal entity. Then they go into Lore's room, or Data in Lore's room, uh, and uh, they go, look, uh, like well, we had a thoughtful Picard face first. And then they go into the room, He go, and uh, Data Lore says, look, he's twitching, so it's totally Lore. Riker goes, you're right, it's totally Lore. And then he goes, look at it. He's like, uh, he won't wake up, so... Uh, he goes, come on, Data, or come on, Lore, wake up. Uh, it's Data. You know, just, you know, we just, like, just sober up for a second so we can find out about this crystal entity. And he goes, maybe you should leave me alone with him because, you know, he could say something not nice. Uh, and he, leave, he goes, I'll totally record everything. And then they leave, and Lore goes, what suckers these humans are. Uh, and the Lord just kind of laughs uh, at the human's uh, naivete. And we get a lot of close-ups, like something out of a movie. Riker storms onto the bridge with Wesley. Because it was totally Lord, facial twitch and everything, Captain. Uh, he was sleeping, sleeping off. Uh, but uh, Lore said, uh, and then Data goes, uh, he goes, it was totally, and then Wesley goes, nope. Uh, it was, it was, it was lore faking da- to be data, dude. And this is like a famous scene. Uh, I think everybody tells Wesley to shut up over and over again. It's definitely a meme. Uh, cause Wesley goes, no, I think this is when it happens. Uh, yeah, he goes, instant crusher, you're, you're out of order. Uh, that's what Picard says. Uh, and then they go, then. Uh, Jordy goes, Crystal Entity's getting closer to us, uh, and t- t- touching our shields. Uh, and the Ricard goes, get ready to do something, red alert. Uh, that's when Data Lore comes on the bridge. So I don't think the shut up part happened yet. Uh, oh yeah. Then Data Lore says, I can talk to it. And Picard goes, really? Uh, whoa. Uh, he goes, do it. And, and then Lore Data calls. He says, Hey, this is Data. 
Uh, these humans are really powerful, so don't mess with them. Uh, stop attacking, please. And uh, everyone's so impressed. Uh, they say, wow, you really, uh, Jordy goes, wow, that's a way, way to communicate data. That's some communication. And uh, Laura goes, I got a plan. Let's uh, transport a large ship into space, or a large tree into space, and uh, that'll show them how strong we are. Uh, we're going to show them how powerful we are with our phasers uh, by blasting an imitation tree. And then we have another hint that they don't catch because uh, Picard says, make it so. And Laura does not understand what that means. Uh, and he goes, uh, what? And Picard goes, get it done, dude. Do go do it uh, right now. Uh, Tasha st- stares. Picard has a questioning look on his face. Uh, but Wesley stands up, sir. I don't care if I get fired. Uh, that's when he says, shut up, Wesley. Uh, Wesley sits back down for a second. The, then they go, follow data. And then uh, Beverly says, shut up, Wesley. Uh, I can't believe you're saying that to my son. And he goes, this is a starship. Uh, and then Wesley stands up again and says, you know what? I don't care. Uh, fire me. I'm the one that's right. And then Beverly tells him to shut up twice, I think. Uh, she says, shut up. Then he stands up. He goes, if I was an adult, you would be listening to me. And he goes, I want to go back to my room. And then Picard goes, you go with him. And she, Dr. Crush goes, this is ridiculous. Uh, she goes, this is very patriarchal. But again, I didn't know if this is a ruse. I don't think it is. Uh, then Worf uh, goes to follow Data Lore. And uh, Data Lore does uh, some smooth moves and puts Worf to sleepy poo by uh, patting his head. Uh, yeah, Lore has convoluted plan to blast a giant tree. Uh, this is it. Oh, all the Wesley shut up stuff's at 38 37. Uh, Lore versus thing. Then they go back to Data's room with Wesley and Beverly. And Wesley goes, I heard you that you know how to turn them on. And she goes, Data? And he goes, no, 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 turn them on. And she goes, oh. Uh, and she goes, you're not being very fair. They turn Data on. And then they, they go, Data, that crystal thing's right outside the ship. And Lore's running around. Uh, are you okay? He goes, I function, I'm functioning sufficiently to stop Lore. Uh, we go down to uh, one of the, like, transporter storage rooms. And Lore's making a speech. Crystal entity. Great pumpkin. This is your friend, Lore. Uh, let's wrap this up. Uh, these data, Wesley and uh, Beverly, try to sneak onto the thing. Uh, Lore's letting out his plan about, you know, let, putting the deflector shields down so they can take over. Uh, data comes out, says, Lore, I got the drop on you. It's too bad. Uh, making me wish I was an only child. Lore smiles. Uh, he's like, oh, let's dance, buddy. He sees Wesley spying on him. He goes, oh, he gave me a gift to this kid, too. Troublesome little man-child. Now, meanwhile, Beverly's trying to sneak up on them. And Lore goes, you're in a lot of trouble, kid. And then Beverly says, uh, you're in trouble, Lore, addressed as Data. Uh, Lore does the old throw Data into Beverly thing. 
And he says, hit the road. Uh, uh, just leave me with your son and data for some strange reason. And uh, you can see, data, this is the advantage of being human. I can uh, trick them with kindness and stuff. There, there he goes, I suckered them. Uh, then he goes, hit the road, doctor. I'm going to count you down uh, right now. Well, you know, let everybody know they're toast. Uh, and he counts one, two, three, four. Then he does more hamming, really good hamming stuff. Uh, he shakes it, shakes her off. Then he goes, thank you, Dr. Soong, for my human qualities. Uh, really great acting. Uh, and he goes, oh, so, so, something for your son's misdeeds, uh, which gives Data an opening. Uh, Wesley and Data do a dance-off uh, with uh, Lore. Then they do some barrel tossing, which was like a game, like a, I don't know, like I've seen that in games before. Uh, but Data says, don't worry, Wesley, I got a plan. Uh, get the transporter ready. And uh, Lore makes one bad move. Uh, and uh, Data and Wesley work together as collaborators and send Lore uh, somewhere into the crystal entity. I don't know. They they transport him off. Uh, and Lore's gone. Then everybody shows up on the, their... Uh, then Leslie says, Laura's gone permanently, sir. Beverly runs. Uh, says, nice job, Wesley. And then Picard starts, he goes, Wesley, uh, Beverly, uh, go to uh, uh, sick bay. Uh, then the crystal entity starts to retreat, uh, I guess, because they, they showed they were effective. There's a fan. Oh, Beverly and Wesley hug. Uh, crystal's out. Uh, data's quiet. Picard goes, you okay? Dave goes, I'm fine. Uh, he has a twitch. And then Picard goes, get rid of that twitch and put on a uniform then. And he goes, yeah, correct. And then Picard goes, Wesley, uh, get back to work if you can. Uh, no apology, but he says, uh, let everybody know it's okay. Picard kind of looks at the crystal entity. Riker says, it's gone. You know, without lore, it couldn't get here. And uh, Picard goes, it's time for a computer refit. Uh, Better get to that. Uh, and then they walk off together, two of them. Because have you ever considered uh, that, uh, whether data is more human or less human than we want? Uh, and Riker says, I only wish we were all as well-balanced, sir. Guard goes, agreed. And then they head off uh, into the hallway. And we see the Enterprise head off into the stars uh, and into dreamland. Good night.